This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Currently 59 degrees in downtown Boise. 6.05. Nice and cool again. It is Friday. And that means for you, chance for you to uh, call into our show and talk about anything you want to talk about. Doesn't mean you have to. You can talk about something we are talking about, something that's in the news. But Fridays is all about you, even more than the rest of the week, because it is Open Phones Friday. Phone uh, lines are already open this morning at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If uh, we understand a lot of times, maybe you have a uh, horrible boss and they don't allow you to uh, waste time calling into radio stations while you're at work. (laughs) Well, waste time and and email us. That way your boss doesn't know you're conversing with the radio station. Yeah, not every uh, job is conducive to making phone calls while you're working. You can uh, email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com, text us, same as our uh, main number, 208-336-3700. And uh, you can, if you want to, you can uh, get us on uh, Facebook on our uh, personal pages, if you like. Other than that, some of the things that uh, we will be talking about locally uh, here this morning, uh, we'll get into the uh, U.S. District Court yesterday blocking enforcement of Idaho's transgender bathroom law. Um, it's a temporary block. This isn't uh, a, a final block, but they have temporarily blocked that for the upcoming school year, which for a lot of schools has already started, and other schools will be starting next week. Now, it, it's not just the bathroom, by the way, that this law has been blocked for. It's also been blocked for um, locker rooms if the school has an overnight trip that they take, whether it's for for sports or a field trip, a person who identifies as a gender other than what they are born as will be allowed to use whatever bathroom they identify as, or basically they'll be allowed to use whatever bathroom they want, they'll be able to use whatever locker room they want, and they'll be able to sleep in whatever hotel room or wherever they're sleeping that they want, whether or not they were born the opposite sex or not. So we've talked about this over the last year, and um, this was something that the legislature passed earlier this year. So as of right now, there is a temporary block on that. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up this morning. Um, I'll throw this out there. We're, we're, we're going to mention it um, because, you know, it is news, but I don't know how many people care about it anymore. Um, Primary Health says that local COVID-19 infections uh, are seeing an uptick right now here in Idaho and and the Treasure Valley and across the nation. In New York City, they're seeing a a big spike. They've uh, a lot of places have started just uh, requiring masks again in New York City. Not a big surprise. Um, My question that I'm just going to throw this out to you now before we uh, talk about the uh, uptick in uh, COVID. By the way, this is a new COVID variation i can't even remember the name of I, I, or what we're up to i think we're on, on like next six seven eighth variation of covid isn't uh, it up to some greek letter like upsilon or something Some something like that um but we are seeing an uptick and the way they know that they're we're seeing an uptick is uh because they're seeing the covid virus in sewers 
Now, I know a lot of people are going, nobody lives in the sewer, so who cares? Well, that, that's the way you tell that people yeah. might not know that they have COVID, but you can tell that there is an uptick because they look at that and everybody flushes their toilet. Or at least you should be flushing your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so Most they, of the people we associate with uh, do flush yes. their toilet. So they know that uh, they are seeing an increase. So I throw this out there right now, 208-336-3700, uh, for you early morning risers. Is, it, is this something that you even care about anymore? Because as, as we watch this thing going on, and it's been going on for over three years, it, it seems as, as you were going on, people just didn't care about the news when they would hear that, hey, there's a spike. Unless it you know, pertained to you specifically and somebody in your family or somebody that you know or yourself were infected with it's, it, uh, you just didn't care anymore. It's amazing how important COVID could be to you when you have COVID. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have COVID, it's like, mm, yeah, big yeah. deal. It's been going on. We're going to have to learn to live with it now. 208-336-3700. I'm just curious. There's no right or wrong answer. It's not a scientific thing. Just, you know, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being, you know, most important or 10, like you don't really care about it. Um, go ahead and share what, what you think. Or you can skip the numbers and just say, I do or don't care. Yeah, you can do that too. But, I mean, there is a certain level. It's like, it, it, for instance, like if you had asked me two and a half years ago, do you mm-hmm. care about covid on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say, yeah, I'm up about a 9. Right? It would have been maybe February of 21? Yeah. Okay. I'm up about a 9. Now, if you ask me, hmm, 2, 3. Now, let's see. Three years ago. Not quite three years ago. About two years and 10 months ago, I got really interested in COVID. You were probably at about and a 10, I I was guess. interested in it for about a year, yeah. and I'm still somewhat interested, but probably uh, my interest has gone from a 10 all the way down to maybe a 9.5. <laughs> so, see, there's, there's, you have two completely different people. I don't, I don't want it again. Yeah. And, and like you said, you suffered and still continue oh, to yeah. suffer from the effects. You're long I haul. I know. I still can't breathe very well. But, I mean, my wife and I, far as we know, we never had it. Good. So that it, that will, I guess, affect whether or not how important it is to you if you or a loved one, you know, dealt with it, died from it, and, and there were. And I had a brother who got very sick and spent 14 days in the hospital. Mm. So um, the other thing we're talking about this morning, uh, the devastation from the wildfires in Miami. Absolutely just... In my, you mean Maui? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, horrific. There are at least 55 people that are confirmed dead as of right now. However, they said that that number is going to go up because there are over a 1,000 people missing. If you uh, look at the before and after pictures of Lahaina, yeah, the place burned down. There there is no Lahaina. There's no Lahaina. I mean, there were were museums and historical sites and a a big banyan tree and all sorts of things. It's just gone now. I don't know if they're ever going to rebuild. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to rebuild. The mayor says they're going to. Lahaina is never going to be Lahaina again. I mean, it was an old whaling village. There were... There were buildings there right. that were built in the 1700s. It'll be different. Yeah, it, it's going to be. It's just not going to have the charm that it had, and it could take decades to get back where it is. I mean, this is going to affect um, tourism. I mean, Hawaii was used as a uh, Maui was used as a place. Um, I know the National Association of Realtors uh, three or four years ago, for instance, had one of their big conventions there. Um, you're not going to see that anymore because the, part of the reason that you had it there was, you know, beyond the fact that there were great hotels to hold it, 
but you had Lahaina, you had different areas you could go for tourists to enjoy the time, and those places are gone. There's a, a big college basketball tournament that's been there pretty much every yeah. year. Boise State's been to it Won't a couple of times called the Maui Invitational. The gym is still standing, but all the buildings around the gym are not. The If you're wondering, too, why, I mean, because this has been a couple of days now, um, why are there still over a thousand people missing? Um, there is no cell service. There's no electricity. So think about that. If you lost cell service, everybody in our area lost cell service. How would you get a hold of your loved one? You 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 wouldn't unless you act you know actually ran into them. And like I said, you know if somebody goes if you went to work in the morning at one office and your wife went to work at a different office and both those offices burnt down and you had to evacuate. Some people were going into the water to get away from the wall of flames. Mm-hmm. And now you're in completely different locations of your loved one. How how do you find that person? You don't have a cell phone because that's our life's connection now. So that's why there are over a thousand people still missing, and why the mayor said that the death toll is going to go higher as they continue to yep. uh, search for those people. Just just super sad. It's too bad, and it's not something I think anybody really thought would ever happen in Hawaii, just because it's not really a place where you expect wildfires, right? Um, I saw last night watching the news, uh, there was a couple, um, this is the second time that their home has burned to the ground since 2018. So they lost their home to a fire when uh, the hurricane in 2018 hit and whipped up flames and their home burned down. They rebuilt, and now because of the fire and then flames that were whipped up by winds from this current hurricane about 500 miles away from Maui um, also whipped up the flames, completely burned down their home again. At what point do you just give up and say, all right, I'm done here? I guess as soon as the insurance company stops paying off. KBOI News Time, 615. Those are some of the things that we will be talking about. As I mentioned, it is also Open Phones Friday. It's time for our first check of what's going on with sports this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Kuna, the place to go if you want the best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere and chef Wally makes it up every friday morning from scratch um here's the other thing i i haven't tried this yet but chef Wally it's, says it's fantastic put your clam chowder on your biscuits instead of the gravy said it's wonderful try it out boise state softball coach justin schultz on thursday announced two new commitments for the 2023-2024 season both are senior transfers, and both are from California. First baseman Charisma Bergeson is a native of South San Francisco. She played three seasons at San Jose State, batting two ninety seven. Isabel Guzman is a catcher. She hails from Santa Monica and hit three fifteen, playing at Jackson State in Mississippi. The NFL preseason kicked off last night with a doubleheader. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Minnesota Vikings 24-13 at Lumen Field in Seattle. Seahawks quarterback Drew Locke played three quarters. He completed 17 of 24 passes for 191 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. For the Vikings, Boise State's Alexander Madison didn't play. He's expected to start at running back this season for Minnesota, but the battle last night was to see who will be his backup. Ty Chandler emerged as the leading candidate. Chandler carried 11 times for the Vikings for 41 yards. He also caught four passes. In the other game, Houston beat the Patriots 20-9. to C.J. Stroud, the number two pick in this year's NFL draft, played quarterback for Houston for two series. He completed just two of four passes for 15 yards with an interception and spent most of the plays running for his life, <laughs> attempting to adjust to the speed of the pro game. Bailey Zappi started at quarterback for the Patriots. 
He completed 12 of 14 passes for 79 yards. Zappi was a fourth-round draft pick for New England in 2022 after throwing an NCAA record 62 touchdown passes in his senior year at Western Kentucky. Did you watch the uh, Seahawks game at all last night? I saw part of it, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I quit watching when they were behind because I had to go to bed because somebody makes us get up early in the morning to earn our paycheck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and they didn't look good, I didn't think, in the first half. Came, uh, came back. Came, came back, and apparently the second half, all their uh, players, shall you say, that are trying to make the team and find a spot on the team apparently did pretty well. Played hard. Yeah. That's sports. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 624-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is open phones Friday. Um, it is Friday, and usually we would have a new KBOI sweet deal Uh at KBOI.com for you. Uh, however, this week we do not have a sweet deal. That is not a, a not a new one. A new one that would start at nine o'clock. However, if you up uh, early this morning, we do have some sweet deals that are still available. However, um, we're so short on a couple of these that if you're going to take advantage, you better hurry. For instance, Bob's Restaurant and Lounge in Nampa. We've been there numerous times for the hometown breakfast, and of course. One of the few places in the Treasure Valley where you can get prime rib dinner, all the fixings, seven nights a week. That $50, by the way, would be enough to cover mm-hmm. your prime rib meal with everything for two, um, and it only costs you $25. So think about that. Where else are you going to get, just for an example, prime rib dinner for two for 25 bucks? There's not any right. place, right? Uh, Bob's Restaurant, there are only 16 of those gift certificates left. Um, if you uh, have a new dog, or maybe you have a dog that's given you just problems because it's a pain in the behind, Positive Pets Dog Training, uh, $250 value, either personal or group training uh, that can help you out here. There are only three of these left, so if you want to take advantage of those, those are very limited. It only costs you $125. These Which are half-price price deals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Idaho Enhanced Academy, another one that's getting real limited. If you uh, have always wanted to uh, get yourself some gun training, or maybe you uh, are thinking about purchasing a gun, here's your chance to uh, get Idaho Enhanced uh, Concealed Carry classes. There are only seven of these left, however, um, and that half price, $62.50. And Normally 125 bucks yes, for the class. Yes. Um, here's one, extremely limited. If you uh, live... Say in uh, the Weezer area, Payette, Ontario, whatever. Legends on Main Pub and Grill, fifty dollars gift certificate. There is only one left. One. If you want that, go right now to kby.com and click on the sweet deals link. Take advantage. Fifty dollars gift certificate gets you a lot of food, a lot of great food there for only twenty five bucks. And then uh, one other local deal that we have going on right now is uh, X Golf, a uh, hundred dollars. Two hours of X golf. You can golf at any course mm-hmm. pretty much throughout the entire world inside. Um, there are 62 of those left. $50, $100 value. It's only $50. Now, here's something, and I know we're a ways away, but here's something to think about. Christmas is coming up. If you're looking for something to get for that hard-to-buy person, there right there are a whole bunch of great ideas for Christmas gifts. Okay. Stocking stuffer. That yeah. So, also, oh, there's, there's one other that we didn't mention. And there's only one of these left, uh, a steel-coated epoxy floor from a company called Steel-Coated Epoxy Floors. 
Uh, it's uh, a twenty or a thirty-six hundred dollar value, and you can get one of those for half price for eighteen hundred dollars. So limited number on a lot of these things. If you want to take advantage, check them out right now. Like I said, there is no new sweet deal this week, so you can go right now. KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link and get one of those half-price deals for you or somebody else you know. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, I'm going to be off Monday. I haven't, I haven't heard. Is it Nate filling in? I'm having yeah, a funny I feeling so. it's going to be Nate filling in for me while I am uh, gone on Monday. It's not going to be Rick. Headed <laughs> headed to uh, McCall. And I'm kind of glad that I am headed to McCall because of something going on this weekend. Best meteor shower of the year will be visible from Idaho this weekend. And this is kind of the peak. So you'll be able to see somewhere between 75 and 150 falling stars per hour. Um, this weekend, ca- start the, Saturday night and into Sunday. That's the, the peak time. The further you are out of the uh, middle of the Treasure Valley, where all the lights yep. are, the better you're going to be able to see stuff. Which is kind of why I'm kind of glad I'm headed to McCall, because it's a great place to uh, see the stars and look up. Perseid meteor shower typically peaks mid-August, considered one of the most dependable showers each year, according to NASA. Um, the meteor shower peak here in Idaho are expected to peak very late Saturday night and early into Sunday morning. So that's when you're going to see about the most shooting stars uh, of all. So it's kind of good news um, because you're not having to wake up early and go to work yeah. the next morning when the peak is happening. Now, even if you miss it, um, it's still going to continue on into probably around uh, September 1st. But you want your best chance of seeing it. And by the way, we're supposed to have clear skies and there's supposed to be a crescent moon. Um which means we don't have a full moon, so it'll make it a little bit easier even there to see a shooting star and, and wish upon a shooting star, that, and hopefully your wish can come true. Does that work? I don't know. Oh. Do you, I have to admit, I, when I see one, I kind of do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only crazy if you know it doesn't work, right? Years ago, uh, like in the 90s, I lived in a place and I had a pool, and I used to go out, uh, especially in the middle of the summer, you know, go out right after dark, right, and just kind of float around in the pool when it was, uh, you know, just starting to get cool outside. And I used to see the meteor showers all the time. I, I it never occurred to me to make a wish, though. Really? Yeah. See, I got that from Disney. When you see wish upon a star, but then that's just a star. That's though. a star. But there's also um, the I don't know if you call it a wives' tale that if you wish on a shooting star, you also someone will shoot you. Will also no. get your wish. All right. Well, well it depends a, on where cool. you live. You know, you live in New York. Yeah, you wish upon a shooting star. Somebody's probably going to shoot you. No matter or shoot at you. No, no matter you know what kind of wishing I've done, there, there's only a certain percentage of my wishes that have uh, have ever come true, and it's been pretty steady for my whole life. Can I always do like my dad. What says wish in one hand, poop in the other. See which gets fullest the fastest. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That was one of his favorite sayings growing up. I still think it's stupid. Um, <laughs> With all the news of President Trump, three indictments, uh, looking more and more like news coming out that in Atlanta, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. That's right. I said Fannie. That's her name. You didn't say Fonny? No. Uh, is it Fanny or Fonny? Uh, most of the... Uh... It's, I would think Fonny would be F-A-U-N-I. This is F-A-N-I. 
Well, go figure. But uh, most of the uh, news outlets are calling her funny. All right. So uh, anyway, the district attorney expected to seek uh, more than a dozen indictments next week when she presents her case regarding efforts by Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. So this is this is the case. And it's been expected. It's been predicted for the last couple of months that uh, they will more than likely um, indict him in Georgia. So if you're keeping score at home this morning, that would make four official cases that Donald Trump yeah. will be fighting over the next year and a half. And if you're still excited by this, you're probably not me. It, you know, and you bring up a good point, and I saw um, some polling. Yeah. Um, here we are. I mean, these cases are going to take a year, two years. Now, the case in washington dc jack smith says he wants the case to be wrapped up by super tuesday so either donald trump is going to be guilty by super tuesday when people go to the polls for the primary or jack or he's not going to get what he wants he's not going to get what he wants and president trump will use that you can guarantee um so but other cases might not happen until after the election this could be one of those cases because we're looking right now at just a little over a year from the 2024 election. You know, if, you know something you don't hear and you're not going to hear? You're not going to hear anybody say, I really like Trump, but, you know, four indictments, I just can't back him anymore. <laughs> you're not wrong. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cunin. Breakfast, lunch, maybe you just like uh, really good coffee. They have uh, their coffee drive through that opens at 7 o'clock, just like their restaurant, where you don't even have to get out of the car. Hip drips, hot, hot coffee, cold coffee, energy drinks. Um, you've got slushies, all that available at their drive through Get in today, Pork Belly and Cunin. And hip drips, by the way, not a medical procedure. The NBA Thursday released its Christmas Day schedule for this season. There will be five games on Christmas. Old rivals, the Boston Celtics and Los Angeles Lakers, will play, as will the champions from the past two seasons, the Denver Nuggets and Golden State Warriors. The other games will feature the Milwaukee Bucks at the New York Knicks, the Philadelphia 76ers at Miami and Dallas at Phoenix. For the Celtics, it is the seventh consecutive year they've played on Christmas. Eighteen days ago, running back Justin Jackson signed a new contract with the Detroit Lions. In camp, he was competing for their third-string job and was expected to be the Lions' primary kick returner. But on Thursday, Jackson announced his retirement from football at age 27. He is the second running back this summer to abruptly retire. Former Patriots starter Sony Michelle signed with the Rams in June, then retired in July. Golfer Phil Mickelson on Thursday denied an allegation published recently in Golf Digest claiming he tried to place a $400,000 bet on the 2012 Ryder Cup in which he was a participant. After avoiding reporters for as long as possible at this week's Live Golf event at Trump National Bedminster in New Jersey, Mickelson finally answered questions and admitted it's well known that he enjoys friendly wagers on the course and had a gambling addiction in the past, but said he absolutely has never bet on the Ryder Cup. Celebrity gambler Billy Walters claims Mickelson called him with the bet in 2012 and that Walters refused to place it, explaining to Mickelson what happened to Pete Rose in the 80s. If the allegation is true, it's lucky for Mickelson. The U.S. blew a big lead during Sunday play that year and lost the Ryder Cup to the European team. I saw another uh, story yesterday, somebody claiming that, uh, and I can't remember what year it was, that he had placed something like 
4,000 bets yeah. during the year. They had records that he placed 4,000 bets and lost $100 yeah. million. Dollars. Yeah, that teensy problem. Yeah. That, that's sports. It's 670-KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670-KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670-KBOI. Now, back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through to us uh, this morning, please feel free and take part. It is Open Phones Friday, and we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. If you want to uh, email us, you can also do that, chris at kbui.com, mike at kbui.com. You can also text us, um, same as our uh, main number. And uh, if you want, you can get us through an instant message on uh, our fan page on Facebook, specifically going uh, to one of our personal pages, and we can uh, do that this morning. Jim Price uh, writes in this morning, mike at kbui.com. You guys have been talking about the economy this week and how everything has gone up. I am not as well off as I was five years ago, let alone one year ago. Just keeps getting worse and worse. I bought one of those packages of blue shop towels at Costco yesterday, got one out of the pack, cost more, and it is half as big as they used to be. Towels, the size of towels are going down too? I'm not going to mention the pizza place that my wife and I had uh, pizza delivered last night. Smaller pizzas? We, had, we, we ordered the medium pizza because it's mm-hmm. just the two of us. And we opened it up and thought we got a small. It's a smaller pizza. And we've been ordering from this place. They haven't changed. What do they have, like 10, 12, 14 or different sizes? Um, they, they, have a, they don't even have a small. They have a medium and a large and then a um, single. So the medium is even smaller now. The medium is even smaller now. Uh, and it doesn't even... It used to be the medium would fit in their medium box. And How now can a medium be your smallest kind? <laughs> well, it's not their smallest. They do have individual pizzas oh, okay. that are like seven inches. But... Um, if you order two medium pizzas, uh, it's more expensive than ordering, or two um, individual pizzas is more expensive than ordering one medium. Gotcha. And this place, it's a popular place, well liked. They get great reviews, and the price still the same, which is good. However, for the first time ever uh, that I've ever noticed, their, their pizza was small. And this is one of those things, like we talked about earlier this week. That doesn't get talked about. Like, Jim, you bring the same thing up. Cereal boxes. Yeah. When it comes to shrinking, that doesn't go into the reports for inflation. And we're hearing this morning, we'll talk with uh, Jeremiah Bates here in a few minutes. Um, They had the PPI report um, coming out this morning and apparently worse than expected. So we've seen a big drop in the uh, stock market futures since that happened. A few days ago, we had some breakfast burritos, and we we both noted that – uh, two things about them. Number one, they seem considerably smaller than they used to be. And number two, the price is still the same. Yeah. Those are things that don't get reported um, when it comes to inflation. So when you have the Biden administration, we started talking about this because uh, of a big push by the Biden administration for Bidenomics and how everything is go- going so much better uh, than it was. You know, we heard Corrine Jean Pierre, the press secretary yesterday, saying costs are going down. No, they're not going down. There's not one thing that cost-wise yeah, that I can come they, up with other than what may, you came up with the other day. Yeah, they may be going up a little more slowly. They're going up sl- more slowly. They're not going down. And I, and I said the only thing I've noticed that's gone down in price are Russell Wilson jerseys. 
<laughs> Which made you laugh, as yeah, I recall. Yeah, that, that's darn funny. But here's the thing. It's true. Because we, we tried, you and I put our heads together and couldn't come up and ask our listeners, can you yeah. think of anything that has come down in price over the last couple of years? Now, now not just come down in price, but kept the same size. Mm-hmm. All right? So the same size. Uh, you can make a smaller item and then drop the price, but... Uh, oh, somebody just wrote in. I, I've never even heard of this place. Try Diggs Pizza. They have big pizzas. Cool. Well, this place has big pizzas too, but I, we can't eat a whole big you know. pizza ourselves. And then it, my wife. Well, there, there are several places in town that have those, you know, giant sized New York style pizzas mm-hmm. uh, that you can kind of lay them out over a card table and they cover all of it. Um, where, where are so, cause I haven't seen one of those since I lived in California and there was this place and I can't remember what it was called. Um, but I had to put it, it was so big. I couldn't put it in the front of the car anywhere. I had to put it in the trunk. <laughs> it was so big. I, it fit in the trunk and covered the whole back of the trunk. Mm, trunk pizza. Um, but you, I mean, it was so big and floppy that you had to kind of fold it up and make it into a sandwich to be Still able to eat. Talking about pizza. That's good. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Kevin Caldwell uh, writes in a text message. Um, if you guys want a smoking gun for what's going on with Biden's crime family, it's the tens of millions of dollars that went to the Biden family members, including grandchildren under 10 years old from foreign companies, some linked to foreign governments like the CCP. These family members need to immediately be charged and tried as unregistered foreign lobbyists and incarcerated for it's just yeah. as Paul Manafort was, and he went to prison for it. Maybe then Biden will fess up the crimes to save his family members, or maybe he will treat them like his stripper mommy grandchild and ignore them all as they rot in jail. Once again, when, when we said that there's no smoking gun, we were specifically talking about, we, we know that money went to the Biden family. All right, that's, they haven't even pushed back and said, no, that's not true. The smoking gun that we're talking about is tying that money that went to Biden family members. And presenting that in court. Presenting it in court and tying it to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. That, that, I mean, because if Hunter Biden took the money and nobody knows what the hell he got paid all that money for, all, all you have is conjecture. It's like, well, well this was for influence with his also, dad while he was vice president. It's like, okay, and prove also, it. What's, that, what's the link? And also, it, it, it doesn't seem to surprise anybody anything hunter biden does yeah and and so i mean what with hunter biden yes it may be illegal if he didn't register as a foreign agent that is illegal that's what paul manafort went to prison for he should go to prison for that but the link we're we're talking about with people saying oh this is tied to joe biden yes it doesn't look good but once again it's not what you think you know it's not even what you actually do know it's what you can prove in court and right now, when we when we talk about okay, where's the evidence of actually money going from Hunter Biden and, and to Joe way, Biden? Th- there's not an actual link as of yet, and I don't know if there will be. And by the way, if you're a lawyer, you can't go to court and say, "Well, it's obvious," and yeah, then just leave it yeah. at that. And, and granted, and we said the same thing. It's like I don't I don't know for a fact, but man, it looks iffy, it, and it should be investigated. That's just me. And I don't know well, it is all the ins and outs being investigated yeah. by Congress. But there are some people, Democrats, saying this is all to do about nothing. There is no there there. President mm-hmm. Biden has said the same thing. Hey, there's nothing there. I have never, ever discussed anything having to do with business with my son or my brother. 
Uh, let me rephrase that. I have discussed business, but I've never been in business with my son. <laughs> my, my son claims I was in business meetings or on the phone. Um, I have never been on, on the phone or in business meetings. Um, you know, so you have a he said, she said, or he said, he said thing even going on within the Biden family. You know, so you got you got a lot of things that, yes, it makes it you want to question it. But that's where we were talking about as far as the smoking gun. We know money went into different bank accounts for the Bidens. Um, that hasn't been proven as of yet with Joe Biden. And that's that's where the influence with the vice president and why it would become an even bigger yeah. story. And, and if. Um if they can prove it, then by golly, get into court and prove it. Yeah. Do it. I mean, don't wait. Well, and Comer said uh, earlier this week, it's like, why is this taking so long? And it's like, because we want to make sure that all the evidence is there. We don't want to go to court and not have everything that we need and have it thrown out on a technicality or say you don't have enough information or you don't have enough proof here. So we want to keep investigating this until we have everything before we go to court. And he also said this week that uh, he is pretty sure that they will be subpoenaing, subpoenaing Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Biden family members in front of the congressional hearing, which yeah, should be interesting. As we've, uh, as we've figured out in the last couple of years, apparently no one cares if you don't show up for those. <laughs> 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, time for another check on sports brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. They are open as they are every day, seven days a week, beginning at 7 a.m. Get in for breakfast today. Boise State softball coach Justin Schultz on Thursday announced two new commitments for the 2023-2024 season. Both are senior transfers and both are from California. First baseman Charisma Bergeson is a native of South San Francisco. She played three seasons at San Jose State, batting 297. Isabel Guzman is a catcher. She hails from Santa Monica and hit 315, playing at Jackson State in Mississippi. The NFL preseason kicked off last night with a doubleheader. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Vikings 24-13 at Lumen Field in Seattle. Seahawks quarterback Drew Locke played three quarters. He completed 17 of 24 passes for 191 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. For the Vikings, Boise State's Alexander Madison didn't play. He is expected to start at running back this season for Minnesota, but the battle last night was to see who will be his backup. Ty Chandler emerged as the leading candidate. Chandler carried 11 times for the Vikings for 41 yards. He also caught four passes. In the other game, Houston beat the Patriots 20-9. to C.J. Stroud, the number two pick in this year's NFL draft, played quarterback for Houston for two series. He completed just two of four passes for 15 yards with an interception and spent most of the plays running for his <laughs> life, attempting to adjust to the speed of the pro game. Bailey Zappi started at quarterback for the Patriots. He completed 12 of 14 for 79 yards. Zappi was a fourth-round draft pick for New England in 2022 after throwing an NCAA record 62 touchdown passes in his senior year at Western Kentucky. That's sports. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 
723, Jeremiah Bates with us uh, here this morning, uh, once again for a Friday, to talk about your money. Stock market looked great for a while yesterday, um, and then uh, towards the end, sell-off came again today. Looks like we're going to not do well today. However, part of that has to do, apparently, with some information. We have Fox Business News, of course, uh, on here that we watch every morning, and uh, the futures, we watch the futures, and uh, they went way in the red here uh, a little bit quickly and uh, apparently had something to do with the uh, producer price index coming out and apparently not being good news yeah it, it came in a little bit higher than expected so producer price index the ppi which measures inflation at the wholesale level so think of prices before it hits the consumer uh, expectation as we were going to see a month over month gain of 0.2 percent Came in slightly higher at 0.3%. And again, this is on a month-to-month basis. So uh, this last this last increase is the sharpest increase that we've seen since January. So slightly above expectations, causing a little bit of a reaction uh, across, the, across the board. Not much. Um, what I did find in- interesting yesterday, Mike, you touched on it, is where we started the day off. I mean, it, it, we were seeing some really good momentum. We were up and 400 really, points at one, one yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, all we were up. NASDAQ was up over 1%. S&P 500 was up close to that as well. And on the back half of the trading day, it just really fizzled out. So, again, we're just seeing this seasonality come in. You're seeing some profit taking. You're seeing um, just uh, kind of a an approach where maybe the Federal Reserve does need to continue to raise interest rates. And there's just this kind of pause and wait and see feel, at least on the broad side of the spectrum. But it, at the end of the day, these inflation numbers, they're still showing a trajectory downward. And again, these year over year numbers, we're going to start to see these higher months from last year where we were seeing record high inflation, those are going to start falling off. So that's also going to skew the numbers a little bit. So we're obviously paying attention more to the month over month numbers is more important in my opinion. And yeah, those are coming in a little bit higher than anticipated, but again, not by much. If it was much higher, we I think we'd see a much broad, more broad-based accelerated sell-off. Um, but yeah, we're just seeing the kind of your status quo volatility of, of weeks and days, which I think if you're an investor... Get prepared for that on the back half of the year. That was my call um, going into going into June, July. We're going to get into these fall months. It's going to be volatile. We're going to see some big up weeks, some big down weeks, some big up days, some big down days. So again, this is just a a part of the process and uh, something to be <laughs> get something to get used to uh, on Wall Street. So not, nothing that I see is a huge concern here. Just kind of a, a blip and a little bit of a, a hurdle that we're running into for for uh, going into these months that historically we do see some selling pressure. And once again. Uh, August and September are historically not good months for the stock market, right? Yeah, historically, yep. So you have September, which is the uh, it's the worst month, and now you have August, uh, which which generally it's kind of it, it it's usually second or third as far as the worst performing months when you look at it on a on a monthly basis. So again, we have these seasonal factors. You have some inflation numbers that are coming a little bit higher than expected. We saw some good earnings reports come out, so you do have some companies that are performing well. Like even though yesterday did fizzle out, you had Disney beating expectations, finished up the day almost five percent. Uh, we're obviously seeing more se- selling 
pressure uh, on the NASDAQ, which has been a high flyer so far this year with the artificial intelligence mania. So, again, we're not seeing right. anything out of the norm here, in my opinion. It's just uh, we got some headwinds. That we're All right. With. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, ahead of the opening here, down almost 100 points on the Dow. All three of the indexes down here on the futures. Uh, get a couple updates for you uh, throughout the uh, morning, and then uh, we'll talk to you again Monday morning. Thanks, gents. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.42, uh, stock market officially open. Dow is down 63 points. I guess that's better than when just before it was down 100. NASDAQ, however, is down over 100 points. All of the uh, indexes officially in the red as we get underway with the trading day this morning. It's open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. Also, I uh, want to let you know that Idaho has yet another youth, a youth baseball team headed to the, uh, the World Series. Matter of fact, we have two headed to the World Series. Uh, Meridian youth baseball team, 10 and under team, did not make the official World Series. They're in the, what would be, I, don't, I hate to call it a loser's bracket. They call it the Iron Man bracket. Um, they didn't make one of the top teams in their bracket so that they move on to the so World Series portion. Consolation bracket. Yeah, there. yeah, right. there's a good thing to call it. Uh, but uh, the 13 and under Co-County baseball team comprised of Canyon County and Owyhee Counties is officially now in Virginia for the Babe Ruth World Series. Co-County wow. 13 and under team uh, left Boise on a 5 a.m. flight out of town. Sent off with the Caldwell Police, Canyon County Sheriff's deputies all gave them uh, basically uh, lighted with sirens trip to the Air yeah. Force. Or to the Air Force. To the Air- airport, airport yesterday right, yeah. Yeah, yesterday morning to wish them good luck uh, in the uh, tournament ahead. Opening ceremonies, by the way, begin today. Pool play begins tomorrow. If you want to follow along with the progress and learn more. BabeRuthWorldSeries.org. First time that a uh, team from Canyon County and uh, Owyhee County together have uh, hmm. made it to the World Series. So oh, Good for them. Yeah, we'll see how well uh, they do. And if you want to follow along, of course, we'll keep you updated uh, here, too, on News Talk KBY. KBY News Time 744. Uh, a lot of other sports, of course, going on this morning. Uh, in addition to that, and this final update with Chris, brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. They're open. They've been open for 45 minutes, and it is definitely the place to go, especially on Fridays. If you love clam chowder, you're going to find the best clam chowder anywhere. So get in for lunch today and, of course, breakfast. Some of the best chicken fried steak you're going to find. Or biscuits and gravy. Also fantastic gravy at Pork Belly and Cuna. Why? Because it's made with love from scratch every single day by Chef Wally. The NBA Thursday released its Christmas Day schedule for this season. There will be five games on Christmas. Old rivals the Boston Celtics and Los Angeles Lakers will play, as will the champions from the past two seasons, the Denver Nuggets and Golden State Warriors. The other games will feature the Milwaukee Bucks at the New York Knicks, the Philadelphia 76ers at Miami, and Dallas at Phoenix. For the Celtics, it is the seventh consecutive year they've been scheduled to play on Christmas Day. Eighteen days ago, running back Justin Jackson signed a new contract with the Detroit Lions. In camp, he was competing for their third-string job and was expected to be the Lions' primary kick returner. But on Thursday, Jackson announced his retirement from football at the age of 27. He is the second running back this summer to abruptly retire. 
Former Patriots starter Sony Michelle signed with the Rams in June, and then he retired in July. Golfer Phil Mickelson on Thursday denied an allegation published recently in Golf Digest claiming he tried to place a $400,000 bet on the 2012 Ryder Cup in which he was a participant. After avoiding reporters for as long as possible at this week's Live Golf event at Trump National Bedminster in New Jersey, Mickelson finally answered questions and admitted it's well known that he enjoys friendly wagers on the course and had a gambling addiction in the past, but said he absolutely has never bet on the Ryder Cup. Celebrity gambler Billy Walters claims Mickelson called him with the bet in 2012 and that Walters refused to place it, explaining to Mickelson what happened to Pete Rose in the 80s when he bet on sporting events in which he was participating. If the allegation is true, it's lucky for Mickelson because the U.S. blew a big lead during Sunday play that year and lost the Ryder Cup to the European team. That's sports. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It's Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about on Fridays. All you have to do is get through to us. Uh, Gary from Nampa wants us to know, Chris, uh, he came up with another thing that has gone down uh, in price. Did he? Yes. Uh, price of stocks have gone down under Biden. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got it now. Here's our list. Russell Wilson jerseys and uh, stocks. stocks have gone down in price. All right. Uh, thank you for the, that, it's, Gary. It's, it's a start. Yeah. Uh, 208-336-3700. Sam Smith writes in, they have been investigating the Biden for year, or the Bidens for years and trying to link dollars to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. They need to, um, poop or he didn't say poop, but poop or get off the pot. Why isn't the house investigating Donald J. Trump or for Ivanka's connection to China Um, and Jared for Saudi's dollars? Believe me, he's being investigated all over the place. (laughs) I was going to say, is there not an investigation that they are doing right now into Donald Trump? Um, I, I, will you guys clarify that you guys are right wing commentator show and not the news? Well, first of all, Sam, if you're dumb enough to think that we are, the news, that's on you. That's not on us, because we have hundreds of times told you that this is a talk show. This is not a news show. This is a talk show. We do have news and journalists who report the news. However, we're not paid to do that. We're paid to be commentators. So the other question I would ask you is, what does Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner have to do with Joe Biden? Nothing. So two things can be going on at the he's same just, time. He's just creating a parallel there. Yeah. If you don't like the fact that we're ta- not talking, mentioning Donald Trump every time we talk about Joe Biden, once again, I can't help you. And by um, the way, by the way, generally when people use the word right wing and disc- when they're talking about me, they usually say I'm not right wing enough. The other thing I will say, if you're asking why they aren't being investigated, why not ask the Democrats? Democrats were in power from 2020 to 2022. They were in charge of all congressional investigations and hearings and either didn't think there was evidence to investigate, didn't want to investigate, somebody the other or they day, did investigate and didn't find anything. Somebody the other day asked me why uh, Hillary Clinton was never investigated. Hillary Clinton was investigated I, 60 times. Yeah, Hillary Clinton was investigated also. Donald Trump, 
um, investigated also. But uh, we're, this is not a show that every time we talk about Joe Biden, we're going to bring up Donald Trump. And every time we talk about Donald Trump, we're not going to bring up Joe Biden. Different stories. And if you don't think that we talk about Donald Trump and don't bring up Joe Biden, then you didn't listen to the show last week. True. Because last week, that was pretty much all we talked about was Donald <laughs> Trump and uh, his indictment last week that happened. So um, I can't, I, for most part, uh, sorry, I can't, I can't help you with some of the problems that you have with the show. Basically, we get a ton of letters that indicate, it's basically, here's the outline of it. I like this client. You said something bad about him. I mean, I li- no, I like this politician. You said something bad about him. Now you need to say something bad about his opponent <laughs> to make it fair. Uh, no. And it doesn't matter which side they're on. No. We get the same you know, letter over and over and over. Food for Thought writes in, we need to stop blaming everybody for prices getting hired. It's our fault for paying the extortion money. If we stop paying, we'll have no choice but to make things affordable again. You said we should stop blaming everybody, and then you said it's our fault, which would indicate it's everybody's (laughs) fault. So you're going to blame everybody. If we stop buying it, we bring them to their knees. It Uh won't take long. If everybody holds out a month or so, that would most likely do the trick and force them to reset their prices. Just food for thought. I don't know how you would even go about that. For instance, you know, you don't like high gas prices? Fine. Nobody is going to buy buy gasoline for the next month. Yeah, it's not going to work. Mm, well, how are you going to eat? And, how are you going to pay your bills? And food for thought, by the way, free. Regular food, not. Not. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if food for thought has uh, seen shrink uh, shrinkflation or uh, well, has seen I, inflation. I think thoughts have. Yeah. KBY News Time, 757-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 806, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. It's Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Look at that. We get to the top of the hour and all, all of a sudden we see a 100-point swing in stocks. 52 points in the green side uh, on the Dow as of right now. We were just down almost 100 points just a few minutes ago. Can't see any news that's changing that at all either. It's very strange. Standard & Poor basically uh, flat as of right now. NASDAQ is down 70 points, but uh, Dow has seen a, a big turnaround so far. It's Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Uh, food for Thought wrote back, says, more food for thought. Well, it worked out with gas. It will work with everything else. I don't know if it worked with gas. I've never seen uh, people stop buying gas for a month uh, we don't go without, they do. Fill your tanks, fill your cupboards with food, and hold out as long as you can. It will work. It does work, even with your smug BS comments. So let me get this straight, food for thought. You want us to, your your idea is to go out and spend $500 in food, and then don't spend <laughs> $500 in food Over until you run out. Which uh, is a, let's see, it's a net gain for the grocery stores of exactly the same. The exact same thing. Sorry if that's too much of a smug BS con- uh, comment for you. Yeah. Uh, apologize that you don't understand it. I, I can I, I tell you, it, I can't explain it. I call I, it smug BS math. I can explain it to you. I just can't help you understand. Sorry. It Was that smug? Yeah. Okay. 
then I'm not sorry. Not all smugness is wrong. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Paul from Napa. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize it until I heard the non-news that you guys have on your station about the the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And I'm I'm still in a quandary. I I don't know the difference between hip hop and rap. I mean, do you hop on one leg for hip hop, and then what do you do for rap? You're right. You don't know the difference. Yeah, you re- you really don't. You you are totally confused. <laughs> rap it, rap is part of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in the same way that Holland is actually part of the Netherlands and not its own country. Now, hip hop is not necessarily rap, but rap can be hip hop. Mm-hmm. One uh, rap is you are, for lack of a better term, you're rapping. Hip hop is just you know music, yeah. not necessarily doesn't have rap in it. But like I said, you could have a rap song that is considered hip hop. And one of the and the first really popular rap song had the the words hip, hip hop hippity hop. <laughs> <laughs> what a great song that was! Um, late summer wave COVID nineteen infection has been detected detected here in the Treasure Valley. Do you care? It's according to news release from Primary Health. And Weiss Clinical Health Director at Primary Health Medical Group says that while data reporting is limited in many states, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention has tracked an increase in positivity rates around the country. Closer to home, Ada County has seen an increase in virus and wastewater samples. If you're wondering, you know, why do we care about wastewater samples? Nobody lives in the sewers. It's because you may not know that you have COVID. However, you have COVID and the COVID virus is sloughed off in the place that they can measure that is in the sewers from your waste products. Hmm. So it's ticking up a little bit, not something that we need to raise any alarm bells right now over that, according to Dr. David Dowdy, infectious disease epidemiologist, John Hopkins, Bloomberg School of Public Health, St. Luke's, St. Alphonsus Health Systems, and the Treasure Valley said COVID-19 hospitalizations still remain low. State St. Alphonsus said that while they've seen a bump in inpatient cases, uh, it hasn't been anywhere close to what it has been in the past. My my question to you is, do you, do you care? I mean, this used to be news that, you know, when it came out two, two and a half years ago, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, we're seeing an increase. You know, oh, my God, let's start wearing our masks. We've got to make sure and, and uh, distancing. Does this make a difference to you? Now, I don't think that you're going to see, and this is my personal opinion. Now, you remember that Boise required, the city of Boise required people who are out and about had to wear masks for a time. I don't ever foresee that ever happening again, personally. Now, it, I could be all wet. Yeah. We could have something horribly hit well, us like, like I said, in the are, future that, that they do. There's a spike right now of COVID in New York City, and so there are places that are starting to require people to wear masks again. No, because they feel like they have to do something and they don't know what else to do here in the Treasure Valley. Um, you were required to wear masks uh, if you went out and about to in Boise, if you went to eat in a restaurant, you went to, you went to a bar, um, businesses, city if, hall, if, anything like if, doing business. You had they you were, were open, required to wear a mask if they were open. many of them were not open for a long period of time. So what did people do? They said, well, hell, I'm not going to Boise then. I'll just go across the straight state line or the, the uh, county line here. Um, five and a half miles, and I'll go to a restaurant or someplace in Canyon County. There were concerts, there were sporting events, there were plays and movies and Football all sorts games. of things 
that were postponed or canceled, usually just canceled. They canceled entire seasons. There was no minor league baseball for a year. And that's all pretty much over now, but COVID still does exist out there. It's just not considered uh, to be in, in its pandemic stages anymore. Yeah. Um, the department said that uh, right now here in Idaho, uh, it's about two and a half times lower infection rate than it was last summer. However, here here's where we saw previous times where it started to take off. When did we see that? When schools got back in session. Yeah, exactly. Because if you had it, then you took it to school and infected everybody uh, within your school, and then they took I, it uh, home and infected everybody at home. I had to watch our granddaughter. You know, she just started kindergarten. Just started kindergarten. On you? The, on the 7th. And I had to watch her on Wednesday, and she was sitting there beside me sneezing. <laughs> and you, out of anybody um, here over the last couple of years, know better than anybody yes, I do. Um, what a... Uh, four-year-old a three-year-old a five-year-old can bring home and infect you with oh indeed because uh, apparently i think anything that she brought home you basically yeah. well, have have got she turned out she was <laughs> you remember when she was a carrier of foot and mouth disease? yeah yeah i i remember that was horrible I was, for you i was covered head to toe in i don't know what do you call them blotches um whatever they were skin irritations red spots your, your skin his skin fell off well essentially yeah i i shed a layer now, the good news was after he shed that layer and the new skin grew, grew back, man, his skin never looked better. That's the closest <laughs> I've ever come to feeling like an anaconda, which in itself is kind of a sad thing. Uh, just curious, and like I said, there's no right or wrong answer uh, on this. I'm just curious. Uh, have we reached a point, you know, it, it becomes after a while that you get pounded with information, and I don't care what the information is. And, and I kind of tie this also into what, polling is starting to show with the investigations and charges going into Donald Trump is that people are losing interest in the story. Have you lost interest in the story of COVID? Unless it really affects you personally or a loved one, you know, I mean, for me, when I saw this story yesterday and I was like, Oh, great. Same Mm -hmm. thing that happened last year around this time. You know, there's still AIDS out there. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but Look, we don't. But we don't talk about it every day like we did in no, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. I can remember when that story was first, you know, starting to come out, mm-hmm. and, and I can remember, oh my gosh, this is going to kill everybody. And yet, Did, didn't. And didn't yet, kill well, everybody. and yet they figured out eventually. They figured out how to treat it. It yeah. killed an awful lot of people. But once again, that's another story. A perfect example of something that's like, all right, it's still there. I know it's well, there. At, at the I see an occasional news story on it, but I, I've lost interest in the story personally. I mean, at at the beginning, you couldn't get it. We didn't think unless you were homosexual or Haitian or a heroin addict or hemophiliac. So mm-hmm. if you had H's describing, you know, you in any way, uh, you you were susceptible to AIDS. Right. And then we figured out anybody could get it from various things. Well, and the other thing AIDS did is it it killed a diet candy. Well, yeah, the AIDS uh, diet candy. <laughs> Which uh, you and I both agree, our moms would buy oh, it to I, diet. Oh, my, my mom had a box and, of those and, at all times. And we would eat them. Yes, they were diet candy, but they were also candy. Mm, I'm not admitting that, because I could have a family member. Well, that's, that's true. Your mother's still alive. <laughs> my mom's not. So, yeah, I, I used to eat her AIDS diet candy. Yeah, you've never seen a medical condition kill an industry so fast. Because mm-hmm. uh, that used to be very popular back in the... Uh, 70s. 70s, yeah, 60s, 70s. Uh, by the 80s, it was pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But that's when uh, AIDS well, that's when started AIDS, to, yeah. to hit in the news. 
they flipped a coin and decided to give the name to the disease and and, and not to the candy. <laughs> 208, do, do they, I'm curious, if they make the candy just under a different name, do they still make the candy? Probably. Because I don't. There's probably still diet candy, which is, in, I mean, in and of itself, a little strange. I okay, I'll admit it. I ate a lot of that candy, and I never lost any weight. True, neither not, did I. Not sure my it helped my mom either. I'm not saying, mom, love you, but I, I, I maybe I was too young to remember. Maybe it did help her. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. It is open phones Friday. More of your phone calls and emails coming up at the bottom of the hour. Phone calls will be coming in handy coming up next. If you want a fifty dollars gift certificate to Costa Vida, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question on the way after traffic and weather. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, we have a $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida up for grabs today for our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. It is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Once again, the place, if you have real estate needs, the number you need to know, 208-888-4128. Uh, and our question today, uh, Ricky is going to get uh, first crack at it. How many total former members of the Mickey Mouse Club have made it onto the Billboard Hot 100 charts? The answer is 15. The answer is 15, yes. Up until uh, this week, by the way, it was 14. Until Ryan Gosling had <laughs> his first song that made it onto the charts. I'm just kidding. From the Barbie movie, I'm Just Ken. I, I listened to that in the movie, and I thought it was horrible. But uh, apparently popular enough, the Barbie movie is just popular enough to drive that to a hit song. So Ryan Gosling uh, now is one of the official Mickey Mouse Club not, members to have a Hot 100. Not that, hit. not that being horrible necessarily cancels anything out from being in the Hot 100. <laughs> no, it doesn't. By the way, um, you know, people sometimes forget that the Mickey Mouse Club has been around for over 60 years. Like, for instance, Annette Funicello had many hits that charted on the uh, Hot 100 charts. So, And there were, there were quite a few of the original Mickey Mouse Club members who had charted, charted hits on the Hot 100. So congratulations. Yes, that is the answer. 15 total members have uh, made it on the Hot 100. You've got yourself a $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida. Uh, congratulations to all of our winners this week. Uh, we will have another chance for you to pick up your Costa Vida on the way in just a couple of weeks. It'll be another one of our sweet deals. No brand new sweet deal this week. However, we do have sweet deals available for you to check out right now and take advantage of. However, some of those are going very quickly. Bob's Restaurant and Lounge in Nampa. We've got X-Golf, a $50 gift certificate. Gets you $100 worth of golf. Um, so many more. Check them out online right now. There are some that are just like one and only three left. So if you want to take advantage of those today, you don't have to wait till 9 o'clock. You can do it right now. But to do it, you got to go to KBY.com, click on the Sweet Deal link. We'll take a break. News coming up here next, and then we'll get back to your phone calls, your emails. It is Open Phones Friday. What do you want to talk about today? Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 
336-2700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through it, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about on Fridays. Uh, could be something that uh, we have been talking about this morning, or it could be something uh, completely uh, off the subject, but maybe uh, something you want to talk about. That's what Fridays is about, Open Phones Friday. So once again, if you want to get through, you can call us. You can also email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. Um, we told you a little bit earlier this morning, catastrophic fire in uh, Maui. It has been, at least sitting here looking at pictures on CNN, has been declared an emergency by the president, so that will um, release millions of dollars to help rebuild and to take care of the people because there are a lot of people that are just homeless they don't have any place to go and keep in mind uh, that maui is a small island i'm facebook friends with a guy uh, with whom i went to grade school and junior high and he has lived for about the last 20 years in lahaina uh he uh reported that his place was destroyed and most of the places where he goes including his workplace was destroyed and so right now he is uh, just in a church helping people who are homeless. You know, they're, they're putting up beds mm-hmm. for them and cots and things like that and serving meals, and that's just what he's been doing for the last few days. Sitting here looking at these pictures this morning, it's just crazy to just see this city. And I've been to, I've been to Maui, I've been to Lahaina a couple times. For those people who have never been there, I mean, to give you an idea of what this possibly might look like, if you've if you've been to McCall, Lahaina has is, has a population of about twelve thousand people. McCall has a population of about four thousand people. So think of McCall, and think of it only about three times the size that it is. And then on Monday, McCall was there, and on Tuesday, it wasn't. There was nothing. Businesses are gone. Yeah. All the businesses gone. All the homes that were gone. The boats in the marina. That's the other crazy part. The boats in the marina were in, like in McCall, you have hundreds of boats. There were probably two to 500 boats um, sitting there off Lahaina gone because they also burned down. That's how, wow. how much the fire, how quickly the fire burned. Um, and it, it's just crazy, the stories that you're hearing out of. We told you a little bit earlier this week uh, about a couple that was there on vacation. They had just arrived. They, ch- they checked into their condo, their Airbnb, and said, hey, let's go to the store and get foods and stock up. They got back from the store, and bushes, the side of their condo, were on fire. They said they had just enough time to get in and get a change of clothes before the house burst into flames yeah. and they got out. John writes in, we were talking earlier about inflation and the fact that it sometimes uh, creates deflation in products themselves. Some of the products have remained the same price, but the products have become smaller over time. John says, so things that are larger than I need. Try a medium soda at a burger joint. So many times I only want a medium size, smallish, and they give me a large, and a large is ginormous. So now I just get ice water, having cut out the empty calories of soda pop by 90% over the last few years. <laughs> Other things that are larger in volume for same cost, how about government propaganda? Didn't Don Henley have a song about that? Dirty Laundry comes to mind, except not the BHBB, which in the context uh, here is the bubble-headed bleach blonde in the lyrics of the Dirty Laundry you, song. In this day and age, can you say bubble-headed bleach blonde anymore? Well, I just did, so I, I, I don't. I just don't want to get you in trouble. Well, if Chris is off the air here anytime in the next couple of weeks, you'll know he has been. Um, you know, would you like me to add taken, a disclaimer to taken that? Taken off the air? No, I, I, I don't think that uh, all blondes are bubble headed. I don't think that all bleach blondes are bubble headed, and I don't think that all bubble heads are bleach blondes <laughs> or blonde. 
Uh, On the other hand, there are bubble heads in the world. Another uh, email, Mike at KVOI.com. It's funny, you guys don't remember the gas prices going way down after the stockpile of oil they had because they went back up. People were not buying much gas. I was personally pointing it out to both of you on your own show as it was happening, but that's just fine. You just keep on doing your damage control show. It's entertaining, if nothing else. Once again, this is something I, I can I can explain it to you, but I can't help you understand. The reason why gas prices went down wasn't because people weren't buying gas. It's because gas prices went down because the oil from the stockpile, which Donald Trump filled to the max by when, if you remember, oil prices fell below a zero. I mean, they were paying people to take oil, the refineries, off their hands as storage facilities because they had no place to put the oil. You remember that? That was, what, three years ago when this happened? Uh, prices dropped to zero and below zero for a short time. So what they did is they released that stockpile that was very, 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 very cheap oil to keep the prices low. People didn't stop buying gasoline. People still went to work. So I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't think you understand how the release of oil from the stockpile. And, and by the way, President Biden did the same thing. When gas prices were headed to $5 a gallon last year, he released some of the stockpile because Saudi Arabia and, and the other oil producers were raising, were cutting back their oil reserves. I want to point out, too, you, you pointed out uh, what you consider our smug BS comments, and, and yet you write in things like, get back to your damage control show, <laughs> which makes you both smug and complete BS. Uh, Robin says, hi, Mike. Lahaina was hands down my favorite part of my trip to Hawaii. We were lucky enough to island hop and see many attractions that Hawaii has to offer. And all so wonderful and beautiful. Lahaina was by far my favorite. I am heartbroken to see the devastation in this heavenly place. Um, do you know if the banyan tree is still standing? I have not heard, by the way. And there are a lot of people asking the same question, if that tree is still standing. My guess would be just because of the devastation we've seen. And we just watched video of Lahaina at where every tree was just burnt to a crisp, mm-hmm. as were the buildings. So, in, including the very big banyan tree that they were hoping to save. So it, they, they, it, they, it, didn't. they didn't save it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the specific story on it. So, But I would, yeah. So Chris has seen it. James uh, says, wrong on pop. Have you been to McDonald's lately? Drinks aren't a dollar anymore. They're a buck thirty-five, and they started charging for water. Water! They charge for water now if you want to... Yeah, they still have that thing where it doesn't matter what size drink you get, they're all the same price. But it it was a buck there for a while now. It's a buck 35. It's still reasonably cheap, I suppose. Uh, Ben from uh, Washington. Where are you at in Washington, Ben? Listening on 670 AM this morning. Richland. Richland, Washington. Hey, I have family. My uh, Tri-Cities. I have two sons that uh, live in Richland, as a matter of fact. Uh, Ben, what do you want to talk about this morning? The Boise, this is kind of a still uh, pet peeve of mine, uh, going to the Boise State football games. You can't leave after you enter the stadium. And part of the fun of football is halftime, going out and mingling, because that's when I go over there to see my friends, because that's where I'm from. Uh, and now you can't leave the stadium, because I know they make more money on bar- beer sales if they keep everybody captured in there. But I think it's just uh, it's not good for the fan base. Fans don't want to be locked up in there and you have to stand in line for three hours to get a beer if they want to sell more money or make more money have the people walking out the beer you know selling it going up and down the, the stadium selling it but a lot of people that come and go not you know everybody there at halftime 
completely filling the area where the concession is. Yeah, exactly. How many uh, games do you make it over for? Well, I used to go to a, a, almost all of them. I'd rather go on the weekends, the ones that I could get to, you know, weren't on Fridays, but the, on the Saturday games. But last year, I never went at all. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to go to the you know, you can't leave. I remember the when they is- when they started doing that. I thought that was kind of a weird decision, simply because you are right. There are uh, probably a few thousand people who go out into the parking lot and uh, enjoy halftime, and then come back in. Some of them don't make it back in. Some of them come back in in the fourth quarter, but some of them are back for the third yeah. quarter. And but they make about eighty thousand dollars more when they house everybody in there. That's why they're doing it. But I yeah. think sometimes. Money shouldn't be the complete bottom line. It should be the entertainment factor of the fans. And, you know, we're the ones that make it all happen. We're the ones that buy the jerseys. We, we're the ones that pay for it all. Beer line, by the and, way, another place where you can spend an entire quarter of football. <laughs> uh, ben, are, are you going to be uh, heading to Seattle here on uh, August 1st? Uh, no. Why the heck not? We need, we need people like you there yelling and screaming for Boise State that day. No, I've been to the Vegas Bowls when they go there, Las Vegas. I went to the last time there at the Fiesta Bowl there in Arizona, which was an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's going to be my goal when I retire is to like go to all their away games because I know other people do that. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Thanks for the call, Ben. Thanks for listening in Richland, Washington. Appreciate it. I went to the Vegas Bowl, too. Uh, never made it to the football game. Couldn't get out of the <laughs> casino. Not because they had you locked in. <laughs> if I, can, I, can, I know I can come back. I yeah. know I can come back from this loss. We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, um, I'm going I'm to give some audio. Um, I don't know if this is true or not. All right? Uh, there's been no pushback in saying that it is not true, as a matter of fact, as of yet. But apparently there has been a massive amount of records from the January 6th committee hearings that were destroyed which just seems weird. We'll talk about it when we come back. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Trump is headed for trial next year for January 6th related charges, and he's going to have subpoena power which gives them the right to access critical documents and videos pertaining to the time period. That means the January 6th committee, whose two-year investigation produced thousands and thousands of documents, transcripts, and hours and hours of deposition videos, the good, the bad, and the ugly, will be legally required to turn over whatever materials Trump requests. And as you know, primetime does not believe in coincidences. Yesterday. We uncovered the January 6th committee has destroyed almost 50% of their evidence. The Democrat-run January 6th committee is missing one and a half terabytes of data. This is an enormous amount of material. Records of the Capitol Hill security failures, video of Trump cabinet depositions, emails, text messages, gone. And who knows what else they deleted. Remember, the January 6th committee only aired and only reported what Democrats wanted you to know about January 6th. Anything they didn't want you to know about the 6th wasn't made public, and it looks like it was destroyed. We might never get to the bottom of January 6th because the January 6th committee destroyed their evidence. This has never happened before in Congress. The Benghazi committee 
the 9-11 committees, all of that evidence is warehoused. None of it was deleted. Now, once the congressional investigation is completed, all of the information is transferred to the archives. And congressional sources tell primetime that losing or destroying committee evidence is not at all common practice. And it's also a crime to destroy congressional documents. It's a felony. That means the January 6th committee, if Trump wins this election, could be charged with felonies for destroying congressional materials. Now, for two years, Democrats conveyed to us they only care about two things, preserving documents and January 6th. So why would they destroy January 6th documents? This news just came out yesterday, and I don't, I don't know if this is true. There's been no pushback, no denials that it isn't true. However, if, that, if that's true, that, that's kind of frightening. Because he did ask a good question. If, if this evidence has disappeared, they didn't keep it, they didn't classify it, uh, or uh, um, what do you, not classify it is not the word I'm looking for, store it. Um, file it. File it. it sounds why? Like a, why? It sounds like a major screw-up. Yeah. And, and is it? That, that's the frightening part. Yeah. Is it a screw-up? If it's a or screw-up. Or is it well, that they all, didn't yeah, want true. this evidence to get out to the public? <laughs> it's only a screw-up if it was done by accident. Yeah. So they'll have to have some hearings about that, uh, you know, uh, and if they have documentation from those hearings, they should probably keep it. And what what happens, as he, as he mentioned, Trump has subpoena power. And if half the documents that you're subpoenaing that could basically prove you are not guilty have disappeared, how do you form a defense in a case that the federal government is bringing against yeah. you? Like I said, might be a major screw-up. And once again, if it, even if it is a screw, somebody, somebody accidentally, I mean, that's a, uh, a terabyte over a terabyte. I mean, that's a, a massive that's amount. A, that's a whole iPad worth. A massive amount of, of information destroyed. It, it, even if it was an accident, why? It's like, how do you, do you accidentally, it's not something that you can just go, I'm going to hit uh, control, alt delete and just yeah. delete everything. I mean, somebody would, it's just it's just unfathomable to unfathomable to me that it could be by accident that it could be a, by accident right. yeah maybe some i i get it maybe some record well, but to actually half the evidence of the january 6th hearing the just it, goes away it's entirely possible that the explanation is somebody will be in trouble because of this or not <laughs> we've seen in washington dc yeah, that's also yeah. that's also entirely possible uh, possibly uh nobody will ever be Found well, you guilty heard, because they don't know who it is. You even heard that was Fox, right? You even heard the the announcer say that if Donald Trump is elected president, then these people might be uh, prosecuted for this. But apparently, if he's not, they won't be. Democrats aren't going to prosecute their own well, you know, I mean, committee are, members. There, right? there are there are other Republicans. There were there were two that weren't approved by Republicans. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, what are your thoughts? We'll take you for Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Two 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you uh, want to get through this morning, you can email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Um, taking your phone calls, your emails over the last uh, hour of the show this morning. And once again, it is Open Phones Friday, and that means we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Mark from Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, good morning. So the question I have is if we lost all that information, if I was put in uh, prison, I think I'd be trying for a mistrial and let them bring up the information again. Problem is, you can't just say, hey, this is a mistrial. You, it has to be approved by the judge. And if yeah. the judge doesn't allow mistrial, more than likely, I mean, it's it's a... It's a it's a it's a hard get to get a mistrial for any reason in court. Now that doesn't mean that it couldn't happen, but it's just not necessarily something that you can just ask for and get either side, defense or prosecution. But yeah, I yeah, see I, I see your you point. It's like it. it's like how do you how do you defend yourself if the documents that you think prove that you're innocent no longer exist and got destroyed? Allegedly. Exactly. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden they show up for the ones who uh, tried doing it. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Mark. All right. Good day. Um, no, no name on this email. It says the documents they destroyed would not show Trump is guilty. It would show how guilty his accusers are. Allegedly. We don't know what they say because the documents are missing. Corey writes in... Uh, they said that this wasn't by accident. They were told to destroy the evidence. The case must be dismissed. All exculpatory evidence discovered by the prosecutor, investigators, or law enforcement must be turned over to the defendant or their attorney based on the defendant's right to due process. Without such a rule, police and prosecutors could just destroy or withhold evidence that might free somebody. Hmm. Make That makes sense. But, I mean, a lot of what makes sense ends up by the time it's done and over with, when it comes to the federal government, ends up not making sense. Right? Mark writes in, yesterday you talked about those Patriot guys and how they got outed and lost their jobs because of their racist beliefs. I think these guys should have uniforms so we know who they are. No fooling around undercover. That's not the way life works, though. You can keep a secret if you are able to. I think when they were arrested, didn't they all they all kind of had uniforms? They were all dressed exactly the same with khaki pants and which in itself yeah. might not be officially a uniform, but when you have twenty six guys know. dressed the exact same way, it kind of becomes uniform. I right? don't know whether it was a uniform or there was just a sale, but probably yeah, it was a uniform. <laughs> uh, look at that. Target has khaki. You guys go get uh, ten dollar pants. We'll all we'll all dress the same way. Uh, by the way, uh, a little more on this. Uh, Representative Daryl Issa um, weighing in uh, on the same same show. Um, by the way, Jesse uh, Waters show yesterday after this uh, came out, uh, talking about it. Now, Representative Issa has been uh, on numerous. He's been in Congress for a long time and has been on numerous of these committees. And he talks about the allegations that these documents were destroyed. Chairman, yeah, Congressman Daryl well, Issa joins me see? now. You've been in Congress a long oh, time. Absolutely. Have you ever heard of a congressional committee just destroying evidence? 
Never. As a matter of fact, just the opposite. Uh, in a normal committee, both sides have copies of it. And when the chairman changes, it remains with the committee. And that, that information is, is archived and kept. And I, I'll tell you something, Jesse. I believe we will be able to recover some of that. The, the challenge is going to be going to the individuals with subpoenas and going into all the backups that have occurred during the intervening period and seeing how much can be recovered. But the fact is, it should never have been destroyed. It should never have been lost. And if they've carefully covered their tracks, then they are clearly guilty of uh, a deliberate crime. So if it is recoverable, that's going to hamstring the former president's subpoena because they're going to have to like dilly dally and go down different crazy street corners instead of picking from one big pot. That's a crime. It's actually in a federal code. You cannot destroy congressional materials. Do you expect these January 6th committee members to be charged for this, and do you think they should be? Well, the ones that are still in Congress might very well face a censure for what they participated in. Uh, one of the challenges, of course, is it isn't just that the information to defend the president may be gone. It's that they've already used one side to accuse him to get where they are today. The fact is the charges against the president stemmed in no small part from the January 6th collection and turnover that occurred under complete Democrat control. Once again, that is uh, Representative Daryl Issa. Like I said, I don't. I, this story just came out yesterday. It's interesting. We're watching um, um, different news channels Adam, this morning, and it's, it's not showing up at any one of those news channels yet. Billy C. wrote and, and pointed this out to me, Adam Kinzinger wrote on X, formerly Twitter, He's uh, after the Fox News uh, story about this. He wrote, by the way, committee records can be found at this repository, and it's uh, govinfo.gov slash collection uh, slash Jan 6, as well as house clerk with four terabytes of data. Any DHS records containing sensitive information were determined by uh, X branch after committee dissolved. Try again with your conspiracy. We didn't say they'd all been destroyed. That's not, that's not what he said. He, he said that there were a massive amount, about half of well, the documents well, were destroyed. And well, that's, apparently, a, that's though, according to the committee. I that's, mean, perhaps physical copies of them were, but apparently what he's talking about is that uh, everything is stored. Everything they used is stored on computer. So why did the uh, House Committee sub-chairman say that they couldn't turn over those because they'd been destroyed? I do not know. Because that would I'm sound like they've been destroyed. I'm just telling you what Adam Kinziger said in response to yeah, it. Yeah, and it sounds like Adam Kinziger might not know what he's talking about. But uh, where where the um, link goes, it says select January 6th committee final report and supporting materials collection. It says the House Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack in the United States Capitol released their final report December 22nd. This page provides access to the report as well as additional supporting materials provided by the committee, including videos, transcripts, and other documents on file. Visit the committee's website for more information. There, that, that right there basically doesn't say that all the information was there. It says these are documents on the final report and supporting documents to that report. That were provided, yeah. That were provided, not all the documents and they're saying and this is this is coming from the democrats by the way saying that we did we did we destroyed them 
And those include emails. They include video. Is there uh, any is, from the January? Is 6th there any security possibility tape? though that I mean, because when you have information like that, you have a lot of stuff that you sift through and you find something important, but most of the things don't have anything to do with it. Is it is it possible that what they got rid of had nothing to do with anything? Very possible. But once again, as you heard from uh, Congressman Issa. You have, to have the, you have to have the chance to check it out. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if it doesn't mean anything. It might not mean anything to you, but the defense, it could mean something to them in helping to prove the innocence. Like I said, I am not there. I have not seen whether or not it, it's just, it's very concerning if it is if it is true. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know for a fact if half the documents that may not, as you just mentioned and pointed out, which is entirely true, um, there with that much information... You know, there there could be video cameras of uh, uh, documents stored up from video that show absolutely nothing except a video camera pointed at a wall, which means nothing. But it still should not have been destroyed, even though it shows absolutely nothing, because then you run into the problem of people going, well, why did it get destroyed? Because it showed nothing. How do we know? Can you show us that it showed nothing? Well, no, because it didn't show anything, so we destroyed it. See what I mean? Mm. It, it it just becomes a problem if you're trying to find somebody guilty of a federal crime in, in proving it, and you're like, well, I can't get some of the stuff we think is there. It might be there. It might not be there. It just it throws a question in a case where you really don't want any questions. If Donald Trump is guilty, you want it proven beyond any doubt that he was guilty this is an important case he is right he's right if he's if he's guilty man you want to see the evidence and it's like so that people that uh, deny it go you know what i i i'd like to deny it but man they just proved it that's the normal standard anyway to prove somebody uh guilty when there's no no longer any doubt so hopefully yes then yeah uh let's see brandon writes in he says maybe i've missed it but what is the latest on the property tax reduction are we getting checks, lower taxes next year, all of the above? Bidenomics has been really successful at maintaining some really high prices across the board, so getting a little money back would be nice. And that's Brandon and Boise. The, uh, if you fi- when you file your taxes, that's when you get your rebate for 2020. If when you file- so if you filed your rebate, you're supposed to get your rebate taxes. I don't know, you know what your personal situation is. I will tell you that through lower property tax, we just got a big tax back from our our home because we overpaid our property taxes last year because of what the legislature did. So our mortgage company wrote us a a check because we overpaid, which is exactly the opposite of what usually happens. You underpay and say, oh, by the way, your payment's going up this much a month because you didn't pay enough last year. So it was was nice to get that big paycheck back. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email us. You can text us if you want. Um, It is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 920, uh, another email, Mike at KBY.com. When are we going to start a hard focus on Biden? We've talked about Biden a lot. Um, please tell me publicly Trump says he believes the election was stolen, but privately says something else. Why? 
With all the efforts that have gone on to destroy Trump, the list of those who choose to lie to get Trump is too long to list here. Why do we decide to believe Trump is the only one who lied and not the others? I firmly believe Trump. I firmly believe Trump believes the election was tampered with, and I firmly believe Trump never lied. It's amazing how much they hate Trump. Okay. Uh, morning, fellas. Oil prices fell in part because... During uh, the pandemic, we did not travel. We did not use our cars as much. Lack of demand does drive prices. You're right. Trump stockpiled oil and then released that oil, which helped reduce gas prices. Trump's oil policies and his response to the Saudis regarding the killing of Jamal Khashoggi caused uh, many of the oil companies in the U.S., those drilling, creating new wells to go out of business, bankrupt because the oil market in the U.S. collapsed. Trump's policies hurt the United States oil industry in part helped Saudi OPEC gain larger control of the world oil market. Trump uh, and OPEC reduced oil in the market by over a million barrels a day, in large part is the reason we presently have high prices at the pump. So if you're pissed about the gas prices, um, oh, Shackafist, Shackafist, I think you mean Shackafist, but I always get in trouble when I try to fix people's spelling and language. So Shackafist at OPEC and Trump. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Billy C. Uh, says, he wrote back and he said that the records were submitted to DOJ and then through discovery in the prosecution's case would be turned over to Trump's defense team. Except for the 50% of the evidence that apparently no longer yeah, exists. They're still saying that uh, some are gone. John says, let's try this again. So Mickelson, Phil Mickelson, lost $100 million but won $101 million betting that his uh, choice, just pay your taxes. I have no problem if athletes make wagers as long as they aren't directly or indirectly involved in the sport. Betting on anything is no guarantee of winning. I call it entertainment. It's just how much is the entertainment costing you? However, I mean, and I agree. I don't know why people are trying to make a big deal of this because this story came out day before, was it yesterday or day before yesterday, um, that through record somebody claimed that in and I can't remember what year this was that Phil Mickelson twenty twelve bet a hundred million dollars. Oh, okay. No, I'm the one I'm talking about. Yeah. No, this the was, reason he was in the news today is because there's a, a new book that's put out by right. a guy who's what's bas- it, basically what's, a professional. What's gambler. the name? What's his name? This may be oh, the same wow. guy. I'm, I'm guessing this is the same guy uh, who claims that he bet uh, he lost not bet lost a hundred million dollars. Not bet lost a hundred million. Uh, let's see. Billy Walters. Yes, same guy. Yeah. So this is the same guy that claims um, that in, in over a couple of years, he lost $100 million. Well, he says, he, he, yeah, he also says right here, Phil Mickelson has wagered over $1 billion uh, over time. So here's the deal. I don't know why anybody you know, cares why this is a big deal, other than the fact that it sounds like a lot of money. The only part that matters is you you don't bet on your own sport. I mean, that's just... The reason Mickelson is in the news today, uh, because uh, Billy uh, Walters has a new book out, and uh, some of the book was was published already in Golf Digest, you know, little excerpts from it. And one of the excerpts said that uh, Mickelson called Billy Walters. They were doing a lot of gambling bets and things like that together, and that uh, Mickelson called Billy Walters just before the start of the 2012 uh, Ryder Cup, in which the American team plays European teams, select teams, and said he wanted to place a $400,000 bet 
on uh, the U.S. team, of which he was a member. And you're not supposed to do right. that. You're not supposed to bet on something in which you're uh, uh, one of the participants. And Billy Walters claims that he talked Mickelson out of it on the phone, but he just points out that Mickelson wanted to do it and shouldn't have wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, people are freaking out about how much money he lost when in the claim. Now, he... Mickelson denies it, um, but here's the, here's the thing. You lose $100 million, which is just a ridiculous amount of money. But that would be like you or I losing, you know, going out and losing $1,000. So we, we yeah. take, we take $3,000 to Vegas and we come back or, or and my, we've lost $1,000. Or in my case, like seventeen fifty. But, uh. <laughs> but I mean, which I have done before, by the way, and losing $1,000 hurts. For him, losing a thousand dollars doesn't hurt at all sure. because if you lost a hundred million dollars, like Michael Jordan, you had a hundred million dollars to play with to lose. Michael Jordan loves to bet on things. He loves to bet on golf, and people have been you know playing golf with Michael Jordan and and had him say stuff like, "Well, let's make it interesting, like ten thousand dollars a hole," to which some people is way too interesting. I saw, I saw a video yesterday with uh, Brian DeChambeau. They were doing practice for a uh, live round of golf. Mm-hmm. And he say, he's like, so what do you want to play for? And he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, what do you want to play for? And he goes, I hadn't thought about it. And he goes, well, we usually play for $1,000 uh, a round. Is that all? He goes, yeah, that's fine. And he goes, oh, and by the way, whoever else he was playing with, um, we don't accept PayPal, Venmo, or any of that. It's cash and cash only. <laughs> DeChambeau's like, all right, I, I'm in. But there, I mean, there's a perfect example. They're play. I mean, I bet when I I golf all the time, the most I can lose is twelve dollars. That's the max. Here he's playing nine hole practice round for a thousand dollars. But he's got more money to lose than I do. Sure. If I I don't see the problem. If he doesn't think he now he does say he did have a problem. I don't know if he still does. Shortly but. after Bill Clinton uh, was out of office. Uh, there were people who played golf with him all the time that said, you know, we play for money. We bet all the time on golf. We mm. play for money. And they said, and uh, and Clinton's caddies will will back this up, that if he hits the ball under a tree, he will kick the ball out <laughs> to a better position, you know, yeah. and, and, not, and not count the stroke. That's the guy you don't want to be playing golf as, with and betting. As if he's just playing, you know, without a bet, just yeah. playing for fun. But he, but he said if he, if he ends up winning, he will collect oh, the money. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Uh, Jared and Harley uh, waiting on the line. Stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you right after this news. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Prosecutors say it's in the public's strong interest for the January 6th trial to begin next January 2nd. Under the proposed timeline laid out by the special counsel's team, jury selection would begin four months from now. The government argues in its filing that a speedy trial is of particular significance here, with a former president accused of conspiring to overturn the results of the last presidential election. Attorneys for Trump and the prosecution, you heard it there. The judge has uh, ordered them into court this afternoon to get through uh, some of the uh, motions uh, on evidence, change of venue, um, don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't see the judge going. Yeah, you probably can't get a fair trial in Washington D.C., um, so uh, we'll move it to Virginia. His his uh, attorneys are thorough. They're going to try everything that you know within within the law that they possibly can, and uh, you know if you're paying attorneys, they should. Yeah, uh, Alan Dershowitz. Uh, 
weighed in and, and said that he doesn't think that the judge will make a decision um, to move the court case, change of venue. Yeah. Uh, but he said that he definitely thinks that there is um, a pathway to get this to the Supreme Court rather quickly for change of venue. And he says in the Supreme Court, he goes, I think they would win on a change of venue. He goes, he doesn't, he doesn't see the judge here in this case doing it, but he thinks if it does get to the Supreme Court, um, that they could possibly say, yes, um, we don't think he can get a fair trial here, so we're going to move it, have you move it to someplace else. Uh, as far as, I mean, the attorneys want the judge, uh, to recuse herself. Uh, I don't think she's going to do that because you just never see that unless they are forced for some, some reason, but just, just accusing, her of being biased isn't going to be enough. They're going to have to show at some way, somehow in her past that she has shown bias against Trump in some way, shape or form uh, in previous cases. So if they can't do that, um, I don't think you're going to be able to come up with a way to force her to recuse herself. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the past, though, she has ruled against him or him adjacent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, just ruling against him, that's that's not showing bias. You know what I mean? You're going to have to show more than just not, she ruled not, against him in the past. I'm not sure that's how he sees it, but no. yeah, I understand. Well, and I, I, once again, his attorneys are, are paid to see it a different way than we are because they're being paid really good money to make sure that uh, he is found not guilty. Like I said, this isn't, just, this isn't just Trump. This is, I think, a lot of people, they think a fair trial simply means I win. And if I lost, it means I didn't get a fair trial. If everybody is pissed off about how the trial ended, that means you had a fair trial. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, if no one's happy, that's justice. Jared and Meridian, thank you for being patient, listening on 93.1 FM this morning. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I was curious, regarding President Trump's trial and all the allegations made against him by the Democratic Party, uh, do you feel that it's about time that the Republicans just concede and start moving on to a different nominee just to kind of save face and sway voters that may be in between at the time or at this moment. And if so, which uh, nominee do you think would take uh, his place? You know, that's a really good question, simply because he is so far out ahead of any other nominee. Uh, so I don't know that it is necessarily time for it. I mean, you know, they may, uh, they may do better for themselves simply by fighting everything. And it is it is a good question because as of right now he's way ahead of all these other people and the other part in polling that he is also pretty much running neck and neck if the election were held today with Joe Biden the you know the polling says that it falls within um, error that they're basically running neck and neck so the, the the thing here isn't to win the primary and be the Republican candidate the thing is to win the president the presidential office. If if you just win the primary and you lose the the presidential election, doesn't mean anything. Nobody do remembers you, you. Do you happen to be a Trump supporter, Jared? Are you there, Jared? Yeah, that sounds. Sorry about that. No, I, I just I was asking. Are do you happen to be yourself a Trump supporter? Oh, not at all. Um, oh, okay. I actually voted Libertarian in the last election. All right. But I do think that the allegations constantly made against Trump is rather strengthening his side of the uh, of the vote. But in doing so, those in, in between, those moderates that I kind of place myself among, uh, are being pushed away from it. Hmm. Uh, well, true, yeah. I, I, see, he's, he's got a base, obviously, that uh, adore him, and he's got others who simply will vote for him if he is the Republican candidate. 
and then he's got you know they're they're the people in the middle who uh, you know I guess could go either way, uh, and then the people who don't like him at all, and they really don't want to upset the the uh, the group of people who are his base. So you know they, they want to work from there because most most Republicans will still vote for him if he is the Republican candidate. And here's the thing, Jared, it's not going to come down to Trump supporters or Biden supporters to get either Biden elected or Trump elected. If you support Biden, you're going to support Biden because he's your Democrat. He's the person that has the best chance of winning. You don't care what, you know, criminal investigations might or might not be going on. And the same thing with Trump. If you support Trump, you're going to support him and you're going to vote for him because you hate the Democratic uh, candidate, whoever that is, in this particular instance, Biden. You and voters like you are the people that are going to make the decision on who is going to be the next Jared, president. One, one more question. Uh, now, according to, to your definition, is a libertarian a moderate? Um, I see libertarians, I mean, regardless, looking at every past presidential election, libertarians, their vote is worthless for their own you know, personal party. So I view that libertarians are the one group or other, you know, uh, non-running parties are the votes that you want to be fighting to sway over to your side. And, uh, I mean, I do find myself leaning more into conservative viewpoints. So I I feel like this election may be the one that a lot of those who feel, you know, heavily biased or heavily uh, abused by our political system I just uh, way towards one. I, I understand that because you know I mean, I mean if if you think of moderate as being somebody uh, who's not necessarily an ardent Republican or ardent Democrat, then that's a good uh, definition. Mm-hmm. But uh, see, I've always considered the people I know who are Republic. I mean, uh, libertarians are very much like give me liberty or give me death libertarians. And since you, Jared, since you brought this up, I'm I'm going to ask you. If the election were held today, out of all the announced candidates, who would you vote for? <laughs> that is a tough question. Um, who would be your okay? Who would be your favorite? I mean, just for the simple fact of youth and you know just the snowball movement behind him, I'd have to give it to DeSantis, uh, simply because he seems like the fresh blood. He's one of the younger candidates running, and he has such a great, but he has a, a solid platform that maybe I don't agree with all the issues or his ideals, but he seems like he has the best, you know, uh, just ideology overall. Yeah, he's he's got that uh, he's got that youth definitely. It it rarely has happened in history that there have been candidates who were thirty years older than other candidates, but it's happening now. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Jared. Appreciate uh, your thoughts this morning. Uh, by the way, DeSantis is still in second place. Uh, somebody is clicking on his heels, though, um, and that's uh, Vivek Ranswamy, who is now is apparently, according to polling, solidly in third place, even though he is also more than 37. DeSantis, 37 points behind uh, Trump in polling. Uh, Vivek Ranswamy, though, has jumped to third place. Six percent of polling favor Vivek Ranswamy. So he's kind of differentiating himself from the um, other, how many, 20-some-odd candidates that have announced. Harley from Glens Ferry, thanks for being patient, listening on 93.1 FM all the way in Glens Ferry this morning. Uh, appreciate you listening. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. 
Yeah, hi guys. Hey, you were. Uh, I got two two points here. The the one um, you were talking about the COVID earlier and how it started to uprise. How about I had a really good sarcastic idea. How about we pump in about millions and millions of people who have not been vaccinated or and and they are distributed throughout our country. Um, without any testing, without any any documents. So, I mean, it, you can't blame it on the, the folks here. I mean, if you pump in uh, typhoid, measles, and things like that through other countries into our country, I don't think it's our fault. The other one that I'm really going to get beat up on, and I'm really going to get beat up on, is how about we slow down? You know, if we were to slow down, we might save a little bit of fuel, which would pinch the fuel companies. What, what, what do you mean? I'm already slowed down. I, I go I go 85 miles an hour on the freeway, and people are passing me. <laughs> what, would, would we have to do it like the Ford administration or, or not go that far? Well, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, we went from 65 to 80, and and if you don't go 80, you're going to get it up the posterior to your end. I mean, you're, you're going to get it. So you have to stay with the flow of traffic, but it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. People piss and moan about the fuel prices, but they won't slow down. And, and during the Ford administration, of course, they dropped the national speed limit to 55. And I liked, yes. I liked what Homer Simpson said about that in a flashback episode of The Simpsons. He was uh, debating it in high school, and he said, 55, sure, it'll save lives, but millions will be late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a, I've got, I have a cousin on the fire department. He said that he used to go out at 65 and, and it crashes and stuff, and, and, and now when he goes out and crashes, there's very few survivors. Oh, wow. And things are scattered it is it is interesting because if it really was all about safety or in this particular instance about you know saving gas i I saw a study here a few years ago that if the speed was reduced to 15 miles per hour on all roads that we would have no deaths from car accidents well you know, and, and and if you look at the number of people, I mean, car accidents kill more people than almost anything every year. So you go from sure. that to yeah. almost zero. Now, granted, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you're trying to make an argument uh, for marijuana. <laughs> it would suck, <laughs> but I mean, if people really were strictly concerned about saving lives, our speed limit would be ten to fifteen miles per hour on every single road, you know, that we traveled, because it would eliminate car accidents but we all know that that's not all that it's about right yeah you're absolutely right but i mean we're just getting out of out of control i mean if you from mountain home to boise is is you might as well be playing bumper cars i mean yeah. it's not wow so i appreciate your time guys and hey, you, you I, too thank like you. i said i'm gonna get beat up on this one but <laughs> uh, you know, not, not too bad we've trust me Harley, 
We've had people say way more stupid things than that before on our show. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Kevin and Caldwell writes in, thanks for throwing in what Adam Kissinger said after the fake Russian collusion impeachment farce. I know that whatever he says, I believe the opposite. He's there we go. properly named the Kissinger who slings lots of zingers. Doesn't Kin- Kinzinger. Kinzing- oh, Kinzinger, yeah. so who slings Zing- lots Zinger. of zingers. Zinger is the last yeah. part of it, yeah. Uh, nine, hold on to that. We've got to take a break here. 947. One more segment on the way. Final chance to get through if you want to this morning. Uh, go ahead and do it. 208-336-3700. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, Kevin uh, and Caldwell wrote back and says, keep up the great show, guys. Best part of my day. Kevin, um, if that's the case, if this really is the best part of your day, the rest of your life must suck. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're <laughs> I'm just kidding, Kevin. Thank you for the kind words. You're Thank only, you for uh, You're only saying that because you know it's not the best part of your day. <laughs> What do you mean? I love coming in and and uh, seeing you every day, especially earlier this week when you purchased uh, burritos, breakfast mm-hmm. burritos for it. That really what that's the best part of my week so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. That was that was three days ago. And then let's see. Then uh, Elizabeth brought in some donuts. That only leaves. Uh, now I brought in donuts the what the week before. Okay, remember it's just been so long ago that I forgot. About it. <laughs> It is kind of nice when you get used to it, isn't mm-hmm, it? Yeah. Um, breaking news for you this morning, and this kind of bums me out. What's that? I was really looking forward to Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fighting. Um, and then we heard that Elon Musk says, Oh, ouch, ouchie, I got a neck back problem. I got to get an MRI. I might have to have surgery. I might have to postpone. Well, now it looks if Elon Musk is really trying hard to get out of his cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, after we told you about him having his neck, problems and that he may require surgery mm-hmm. now elon musk is floating the idea of having a quote noble debate instead of throwing down now would it still be on pay-per-view would you pay money to watch a well, noble I debate i wasn't going to pay money for the first thing so don't ask me but i mean <laughs> see now i would have watched the first one i think that would be fantastic especially if it's all for charity yeah but a debate thou zuckerberg is such a nerd. It would be it would be a good lesson that uh, money doesn't necessarily equal smart. I you went from a cage fight, jujitsu, yeah, and whatever you were going to use, Elon Musk, to now you want to have a noble debate. I don't want to hear the two of you debating you anything. What, why don't you go bowling or something? At least there'd be some action. <laughs> Beat the crap out of each other. That's yeah. what I want to see. But it looks it's looking more and more. And by the way. Elon Musk's mommy uh, also doesn't want him to debate, and she's all for the, or doesn't want him to fight. She's all for the debate. She thinks that's a good idea. She had, she had said, uh, "You're not fighting," but keep in mind, um, you know, even though Elon Musk still has his mommy, Elon Musk is an adult, can make his own decisions, doesn't have to listen to mommy. So, if you have, well. I don't, I don't a billion is what nine ten okay he only, he has 12 figures in his uh, net worth all on the left side of, of the uh, of the decimal point and yet his mother uh, can still tell him what to do 
What, what is the point in having that much money? <laughs> okay, in, in all fairness. All right. <laughs> it, it, don't we? I, I don't care, and I know your mother passed away a few years ago. My mother is still alive. I know, I'm really cocky since then. Yeah, you, you have gotten quite cocky since mm-hmm. mom's not around anymore. Um, but if my mom tells me, if my mommy tells me to do something, I, I, I'm probably at least going to placate her and say, okay, I, I may not do it. I know. <laughs> It's good to respect your mother. It's probably the best thing that there is. That's the truest thing you've said all morning. Man, I sure have gotten cocky about my mom since my mom passed away. Well, yeah, uh, compared to the way I was before, it's about 400% different. Uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Don't forget, KBOI.com, sweet deals available. Get them before they're gone. There are some great deals, half-price deals right now. Um, and once again, they didn't go on sale this morning. They are available right now. I am going to be off Monday. I think it's Nate Showman filling in for me, but I will be back next Tuesday. Oh, you, don't, you don't even bring food, and now you 